winner is. The 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 winner is. I'm so excited. The winner is. Welcome to the latest special bonus episode of the KBB Review podcast, all about the KBB Review Retail and Design Awards 2021. And the closing date for entries is here. We are shutting the door on Thursday. That's February the 18th. So if you're listening to this after that, you're too late. I'm so, so sorry. But we have a load of judges itching to get started. In this short and sweet and, let's face it, urgent episode, we have the return of KBB Review editor Rebecca Nottingham. And we'll be running through our top tips for getting those entries over the line. And, perhaps, persuade you to try a couple of other categories too. But before we kick that off... As always, these special bonus awards episodes are brought to you with the support of our podcast partner for 2021, Swift Electrical. It's great having them on board, and of course, Swift Electrical is the UK's number one big brand distributor of sinks, taps and appliances. And you can find out all about their latest offers at swiftuk.co.uk or call a member of the very nice Swift team. Okay, let's say hello now to KBB Review editor Rebecca Nottingham, who I hope is down the line. Hello, Bex. I'm here. I'm here, here in Ryslip. It's sunny Ryslip, and I'm in sunny Penge. We're both so lucky to be alive, aren't we? Okay, now look, a couple of days before awards deadline. So I think it's worth starting by reassuring everyone who hasn't finished their entries yet that most other people haven't. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this the other day. I mean, we always have these conversations, don't we, leading up to the the deadline. And to be honest, I kind of put myself in their shoes and I feel like I would be exactly the same. It'd be right up to the wire. I just think that the Great British Bake Off wouldn't be as exciting if everyone finished 10 minutes (laughs) before the, the end. Bakers, you have ten minutes left, and everyone was just sat there going, "No, it's fine. We're all done. We're finished. We could we could crack on with it now if you want." People do leave it to the last minute, and I totally understand why. But it's just that reassurance of, "Look, most people haven't finished yet either." Okay, so we know this after years of experience. So don't panic. However, you have only got until Thursday, and we're not going to extend it. So you should probably panic just a little bit. Yeah, (laughs) let's hopefully panic enough to actually make sure you hit the deadline. Exactly. Now, for those that are doing their entries now, I thought we could run through some last-minute tips for doing a great entry. We've talked about some of these before, but these are the final boxes to tick. These are the ones where if you whittle it all down, stick to these rules. We've been doing these awards a long time, you and I, Bex. We've seen thousands of entries. We've sat through dozens of judging sessions. So trust us, these come from experience, don't they? Indeed, they do. Yes. <laughs> Sat through lots of judging sessions to bring you these tips so that you get it right. We've whittled them down, haven't we, to three each. Yep. I come up with three, you come up with three. And I'm going to go first because I've got the most obvious one. And that's read the rules. That's really obvious, I know, but a lot of people fall foul of these very simple rules every year, don't they? It would seem so. If you had to pick one that most people get on the wrong side of, what would it be? Uh, you can't put more than one entry into each category. Okay. That's, the, that's always the one. So, for example, for you, if you were a kitchen designer from Rebecca Nottingham Kitchens, you, the individual... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you're thinking what a terrible business that would be now, <laughs> aren't you? You, the individual designer, could only put one kitchen forward for, say, the Kitchen Designer of the Year Project Cost Over 50 Grand category, Right. 
Every year, as you know, we have to call people who have put two, three, four entries into one category and ask them on the spot there and then to choose their favourite one. And A, that's we've got to make those calls, and B, you know, they've put all the work into the entries and they have to drop two or three of them, so don't do it. You can only put one design forward per category. Now, you can have more than one entry from the same company as long as the designer is different. So if we both worked for Nottingham Kitchens we could both put entries into the same category as individuals. If you both worked for Nottingham Kitchens, would that make me your boss? <laughs> you know what? Probably. Power behind the throne. But of course, each individual can enter as many different categories as you like. So the six design categories, you can enter all six of them if you want to. And in fact, we would encourage you to. But you can only enter each category once. I've gone with to encourage people, just be honest and tell us your story. You know, it's it's a simple tip, but it's the theme that's running through this year's awards. These awards have been going now for 27 years, but the last 12 months is like no other that we've seen in those 27 years. And in those retail categories, it's your opportunity to tell us your story. How did you survive the first lockdown, which caught us all by surprise? How did you then manage the sudden demand that followed that? Tell us how you kept you and, you know, your staff safe without compromising, you know, the service that you offer your customers. How did you deal with all these supply issues, these ongoing supply issues? This is the opportunity for you to tell us the highs and lows of the last 12 months, the mistakes you made, but lessons that you then learned from those mistakes, the triumphs, the disasters. This year's awards will be like the uh, the record of what this industry has been through in, in 2020 and 2021. And the judges are looking for that narrative, not who's made the most money or who's got the biggest showroom. And I think those points there really are key. That's absolutely true. And I think that idea of telling us the story of what's happened to you in the last 12 months is all you need to do to enter these awards. And the truth is, people will have told this story loads and loads of times to their friends, to their colleagues, to people who come through the door, to customers, to suppliers. They'll all ask the same question, which is what's happened to you. All we need you to do is to tell us. Right, my second top tip of my top three sort of follows on for that, really, and that's that it's okay to be simple and straightforward. I think a lot of people find business awards entries in particular quite daunting things, like they're writing a school essay or something, right? But there's no need for it to be like that. Judges have so many entries to get through that they really won't thank you for writing Lord of the Rings in your entry. Keep it simple, use lots of bullet points, Just get the facts across. You're not being judged for your writing ability. And if you've got photos of whatever it is you're talking about, whether that's signage, events you've held, new displays, floor plans, whatever it is, then include them because they illustrate and bring the entry to life. But be simple and straightforward. Over to me. Okay, this is a short and sweet one, and it's a design category tip. It's okay to not have professionally taken photos Already this year, we've had a lot of people get in touch to say they've got this great project in mind that they want to enter, but for obvious reasons, their photographer hasn't been able to get into the client's house to shoot it. That's absolutely fine. This year, we and the judges more than understand the challenges that everyone's faced. So not that it ever has been, you know, a photography competition. We just want to see Lots of clear pictures that show the entire room from the different angles and any specific details that you want to highlight, whether that's challenges that you've got round in the design, then, you know, pictures on a phone are absolutely fine. 
Yes, and I think that is the message to get across. It's not a writing competition. It's not a photography competition. It's a competition to see how good a retailer you are or how good a designer you are. And I think as long as you get that across, then it's fine. And again, we've briefed the judges this year, and they more than understand that they are taking into account everything that's happened in the last 12 months and, of course, is still happening. That leads me on very nicely to my last top tip here, and that is that the devil is in the detail. We've seen this over and over again, haven't we? The judges pick out small details that might seem trivial to you because you're doing them all the time and every day, but to them they illustrate the creativity and the imagination and the attention and the problem-solving that good retailers or designers do. So, for example, in a previous episode, previous podcast, we heard Paul Crossley, who's one of the business judges, talk about how one retailer he went to see set up a WhatsApp group for every project that they did so that it included the designer, the fit of the client and everyone else relevant so that everyone was always up to date, which is so simple, but the cleverest ideas usually are. And it's the same for design entries, that little workaround you had to do to fit that pipe in or around that pillar or a last minute request for a dog bed or something. is It's really, really important. Don't miss out the small details that set things apart. My last one, again, very straightforward, what would you be looking for if you were a judge? These judges are professional peers. They know their stuff. So put yourself in their shoes. If you were a judge and you were looking at somebody's design put in front of you, what's the first thing you'd look for? What would you want to know about it? You know, and it's the same for the retail categories. You know, how would you evaluate someone else's business or showroom design? You know, what would make you think this retailer really knows their stuff? They really know what they're doing. And that, to be honest, is more important than ever when it comes to this year's awards, when we're talking about everything that's happened in the last 12 months. Very good way of finishing it. That's entirely correct. Look, this isn't a difficult thing. Putting entries together isn't difficult. It might take a little bit of time, but you are used to talking about your business all the time. You're used to presenting designs all the time. And all we're asking you to do is, is put that down on paper and send it to us. So it really is straightforward. Don't be daunted by it. Stick to the tips, stick to the rules, Brilliant. and you won't yep. go far wrong. So that was our last minute top tips. Now let's talk a little bit more now about some of the newer categories we've got because I think it's always worth highlighting new opportunities in these awards because they have been around a long time, but we do always introduce new things. So first up, let's talk about new kitchen retailer of the year and new bathroom retailer of the year. And Bex, you are the editor of KBB Review. This is right up your alley. Indeed it is. Probably the the, the category titles tell you exactly what, what what we're asking for, but these categories are specifically for new kitchen or bathroom retail businesses that have been opened in the last year but I guess the definition of new is the thing to emphasize here because it can either be a completely brand new business that's just been started within the last year from scratch or a new enterprise that's an extension of an existing one so for example if you run a kitchen showroom but you've recently opened up a bathroom showroom down the road obviously that counts or Another example, you know, if you've got a showroom in one town but have opened another in a different town, then also that obviously counts for, as a new business. So the point is that, you know, in, in isolation, it's a brand new retail business. To be honest with you, anyone who's managed to survive is amazing in my eyes, but anyone who's turned a challenge into an opportunity and opened up a new business in the last 12 months, then given everything that's happened, you know, I'm just really looking forward to hearing all those stories. Okay, let's talk about one of the ones I'm really looking forward to, and that's Community Champion of the Year. Because independent retailers are, by their nature, proudly local businesses, and they play a big part in their local community, and that's what this category is all about. But obviously, in the last 12 months of lockdowns, local community has become so important, 
And there are some amazing stories of KBB retailers getting involved in, you know, food banks, deliveries to people who are shielding, making face masks. I've even seen a couple of people who turn showrooms into testing centres. So there's many great examples of that local community spirit, and we want to hear all about them. We want to, again, record what's happened to this industry in the last 12 months. And this Community Champion of the Year category really illustrates the localness of being a local independent retail. And I think, it's, I think that's so important. So they're the stories we want to hear again. My next category that I want to flag up for this year, and this is brand new for this year, the Installation Company of the Year Award. As I say, for the first time in, in 27 years of these awards, we're rewarding and recognising the vital contribution that fitters and installers make to this industry. We've always said it in the pages of KBB Review. A kitchen or bathroom is just a pile of products before the installer gets involved. So they really are key to making designs happen. And we're finally recognising that in the awards. We're doing it in partnership with the BIKBBI, and it's open to standalone installation companies or retailers who have their own fitting arm of their company. Really, really pleased that we're doing this one finally. And it's a great year to do it because they've been on the front line going into people's homes. We should have introduced this a long, long time ago, but I think this this year it really, really means something. Yeah, it's a great year to do it. And as you say, I think they play such an important role at the best of times. But I think this year, they've been the ones actually seeing the client face to face in a way that the designers probably haven't. Now, last but not least, uh, it's a very special category just for suppliers and service providers. And that's the Lockdown Support Special Award. Now, this one's very simple. It's looking at how suppliers have supported their independent retailers through the lockdowns. So that's not just about financial support, although that's very important, of course. It's about how they helped retailers get those outstanding projects finished when the first lockdown happened in particular. Did Dave, the ASM, drive 200 miles with that one drawer needed to get Mrs. Smith's kitchen over the line? Those kind of stories, that's what we want to hear. And if there have been supply issues, how did you deal with them to minimise the impact? How did you keep communication going? How did you prioritise things? Again, how have you supported your independent retail network? Again, so many stories of going that extra mile that we just can't wait to hear. So that's it for this last podcast episode before the entries close and the judging begins. In the next one, we'll catch up with some more of our judges as they're working their way through all those entries and we'll see what kind of threads and trends that are running through them that they're picking up. So Bex, thank you so much for your time. I'll probably drag you into that episode too. No problem. Yeah, always enjoy these. And just before I say goodbye, remember guys, the entries close thursday the 18th of february so you have only got a few more days get your entries in and good luck if you don't know this already all the information is at kbbreview.com forward slash awards see you next time bye